Uh, we're here. We're here. Episode 12. I'm Cheese here with Callie West. Yes. Hello, everyone. I am Callie West coming to you live. And um, I'm very excited to introduce someone who is not only a very extremely creative person, but he is a filmmaker. Um, he has a, a lens and an eye for moments and moving moments. Uh, mobility is something that he is very, very adamant about. And so I'm here to introduce an amazing, talented person is just Justin Munoz. I'm very happy to have him. Justin, Say welcome hello to, to the everybody. show. Hey guys, welcome to the <laughs> Shana podcast. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right. And I'm very excited to have you. We are a podcast that develops from conversation and really amazing um, dialogue between artists. And what I, first of all, the, the one thing that I'm very interested in asking you is like, why film? Why did you decide to go to film to gravitate towards oh, it? This is gonna be <laughs> yeah, no. Whatever, right, to be honest you with you, really I think crazy work. I think um, because I not only film, but I also do editing. I do effects, mm. um, composition, just everything involved in film is kind of a culmination of everything I've done in my life. Because film is 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 the final product, but I'm a photographer. Uh, I'm a graphic designer. Um, I'm a, a I, I do photo retouching, um, just all types of software, 3D animation. I'm a programmer. I'm a, I do everything. But to me, film is is all of that encapsulated. I get mm-hmm. to not only capture a moment, but color the moment. I get to uh, give sound to the moment. I get to give feeling. Like there's not many platforms where you can give true feeling. And to me, that's film. That's that's to me, it's it. Like you put the right music to it, and that gives it even another level. You know, it's just that's <laughs> yeah. just giving it a little extra. So that to me, yeah, film is is if you can get all of those little pieces moving together in the right way, you create something that's just not possible in any other platform. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, like, how old were you when you really decided that film years, was like, yo, this blew my mind? <laughs> blah blah blah. Because in terms of art, and you know, our audience knows it a lot. I was 12 years old when I drew for the first time by myself and not copying mm-hmm. because that's how I was trained, copying and tracing. Mm-hmm. But when I created something by myself, I was like, yo, what? This is crazy. Yeah. So I'm trying to understand your moment well, I always of realization. And sort of a creative, what a creative mind. I mean, I was, I remember doing a spray paint thing for no reason. I, <laughs> I found spray paint in, in, the, in the cabinet somewhere that my mother used for something else. And I remember painting for something Early on, I was probably in middle school or something like that. I painted a piece of wood in the backyard. I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. <laughs> I put some tape down and I figured out how to stencil, you know. Um, yeah. But it wasn't until high school where I remember a friend of mine gave me a copy of Photoshop. He's like, oh, here's some art program. I'm like, oh, cool. I had no idea it was the, you know, like the, the industry standard mm-hmm. <laughs> for anything in the rest for the rest of my life to this day. Um, so, yeah, so Photoshop was kind of my gateway drug that I got into everything else Adobe. Um, designing and, and, and photo retouching and I got into video with, with Premiere and After Effects with Effects and just I just kept you know it just, it's just snowballing my whole life and I just I just want to do crazy things I want to create crazy intense things and you know nowadays I'm doing you know virtual reality I'm, I'm, I'm developing software um, for virtual reality uh, for real estate for you know events and and Brands and we did something for Pepsi recently, which is crazy. Mm. Um, and we're doing something for Microsoft's event space. So we just we just keep going. And I just I just so I just want to do crazy things for the rest of my life. That's all yeah. I want. Just use my <laughs> use my intellect and, and creativity to do wild yeah, things. One of the things that led to the Question Lab podcast, at least for me, Callie, yeah. um, is just the ability to be creative. Yeah. Um, obviously, I talk a lot, as the audience knows. By the way, shout out to Beyonce. I know you're looking for me on uh, Facebook and stuff. <laughs> bull. Get rid of that loser. Come to a winner. I got you. Find me in Brooklyn. So, you know, being creative is is important for me in my life. Um, how is that with you when you're when you're creating? Is it because you you like the feeling you get in being created, or you, or, or you more enjoying the side of when people see your work and they're like, okay, uh, they mm-hmm. felt something. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's actually all of the above because 
It's, it's weird to say, but I, I do not take on a project unless I find it exciting. Mm-hmm. Like I've turned down work, like even when I needed money, <laughs> you know, like back, mm-hmm. I turned down work because it didn't excite me because I knew the way my mind works is that if I'm not excited about a project, I'm going to forget to do it because mm-hmm. I have a, like a, that's the way my mind works. I know that already. Wow. So I, I only like- take on projects that are like either something that excites me or something I've never done, which is weird to say. Mm-hmm. I love taking on a project wholeheartedly. Like, like people are like, yo, can you do this? I'm like, yes. Never turn on a project you can't do, you don't know how to do because it's an opportunity. It's always an opportunity. And so the challenge is- It's the, it's the, the challenge, but it's also learning something new in the process is the only way you're going to retain. It. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. You have to like research and application. You have to use it immediately or else you're going to forget. Mm-hmm. And some of the best opportunities are always things you don't know how to do, but you kind of can figure, I mean, we have the internet, which is every answer to every question every human being ever had. So why not take on something you've never tried and just give yourself that challenge and trust that you can pull it off by the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, that's how my mind works. So I'm always, oh, that's that's what it is for me. And and it's you know, counterintuitive to a lot of people. Like, I'm, when I'm ready, yes. I'm going to do something and then yes. the opportunity Exactly. Uh, passing them by it's, a lot of it is, uh, we could talk about how the crush a lot podcast happened that's how it happened we have right. no idea what we're doing i'm sorry for the sound <laughs> quality i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> i'm figuring it out exactly. and, we, and we put it to, together as we go so shout out to uh ray rock who is our sound engineer now mm-hmm. shout out to Dope. you uh for helping uh with that um where are you in terms of looking forward in like the next five ten years because you're also talking about a lot of technology mm-hmm. and nothing grows faster than mm-hmm. technology do you feel like right. the systems that you're using are obsolete mm-hmm. or that you're always learning what the next thing is for you to be creative and you have to That's you have question. to with the the amount of technology i mean i think it's, it's getting to the point where technology is getting a little bit you know out there to the point where it's you don't we're creating the weirdest stuff ever you know what i mean we got we got technology that's like it's going to be in our bodies it is, but it's also very impressive it's impressive but it's getting to the point where it's gonna it's gonna have to be i don't know policed i don't know what to say that mm-hmm. but it's just getting a little crazy like we're gonna have nano things in our bodies we're gonna have cyborg type things happening i have one now don't ask any questions i will not but point is <laughs> it's happening but it, it, you know it becomes a morality thing where, where technology is going to borderline morality at some point yeah you know what i mean so our moral compass things. is going to change it's going to right. because of technology and you know you have to like like in my in my field like i work in virtual reality and i know the platform that i'm using now mm-hmm. you know whether it's the steam vibe for virtual reality or oculus you know, the, or anything. yeah the oculus or you know 360 cameras like those will be within the next few months something's going to come out we're going to have to keep up with this spend more money is what it is but you know i, I would never limit limit myself to one thing at all i would mm-hmm. not i'm always i'm always keeping up with the next thing you know so it's, as long as we're trying to be um I don't know, intentionally positive about it. Yes. You know what I mean? Because as as much knowledge as you have, Justin, in all of this, because you're very smart and intelligent in terms of technology, you know how it functions. Uh, now you have some kind of power because knowledge is yes. power, essentially. And now you have this power of maneuvering technology and its evolution to something either very great or something very manipulating. You know what I mean? And and that manipulation has to uh I think we need to stop it because it, it's it's reached a lot of our youth, it's reached a lot of the people that have more power than they think they do. So I think it's placing power in technology, not manipulation in technology. I, I honestly my opinion is that I don't think we need to stop it. I think we need to change the outlook. I think we need to change people's feelings about it and what they're going to be doing in that space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm I'm I host a little private event where we have artists that come together and they paint in virtual reality. And to me, that's not something they would they would be able to do every day. But I want them to get used to that type of world because that's the the, the true possibility of technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are negative uses for it, but I don't. I don't want people to even go that route. I don't mm-hmm. want them to even explore that. It's it's an experience, and I'm going to compare it to 
someone who enjoys reading a book in paperback versus someone who enjoys reading a book in an e-reader exactly. or a note. So it doesn't take away from either experiences. It's a, it's it's a different experience. Wow. I prefer. It's very different. I prefer my paperback because I'm old school, and yeah. most artists like their paints and brush. But it t- doesn't diminish this other way of consuming because that's what we're talking about—a yeah. consumption of something that you previously only consumed one yeah. way. Yeah. Now you consume it a different way. So it makes media and and artistry and movies different. Up, it opens mm-hmm. up different uh, doors because that same digital book may have you know a, a, a video content to it Correct. that enhances it or it has a photo content to it or it has something interactive that opens up the story in different ways so that's the stuff that excites me mm. you know what i mean I, I never look at at technology in a negative way i never would it's always it's just that's a new form sucks. of expression we need more know? people like you, <laughs> <laughs> you know? because it can be it's very traumatizing and like limiting um, for people who don't have access to it. So it's about accessibility access, as well. Access, accessibility, even doing this podcast, just trying to figure out what software, mm, what frequency, right. what, how do I do a multi-channel recording? I didn't know I needed to do that. I just record it, plug it up. Um, so the last that, question I want to ask um, for Justin, if there is anything that you can say for future uh, techies, uh, designers in digital media, uh, what kind of advice would you give to anyone that's kind of trying to start a career this way i would say challenge yourself at every time because you know the tools are at your fingertips i mean we have google you know I me mean, which is 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 a collective of all human intellect and consciousness it is mm-hmm. it is every answer to every question every human being's ever had period and there are people i mean forums are like more than anything else out there Forums are people's thoughts and dreams written out. Like this is what this is what I've learned here, you know. And I, I think everybody needs to use that. And anybody, you know, on the come up in in technology, like every answer's out there. Just keep looking. You'll find it. Find somebody else who's done it, you know. And to be honest with you, I've met so many tech people, and they're all so open, and they'll tell you because it's just like art. Nobody's ever gonna have the same style. Period. I don't care how much you teach them your technique, they're never gonna do it like you. They're going to do it their own way. And what their ways is, is, is unique, your way is unique. And technology is the same thing. People don't equate the two things, art and technology, but they are the same thing. It's a different way to express yourself. So when you create your world that you create in, in 3D and virtual reality is not going to be the same as anybody else's, period. Mm. Even if you know the tools and they know the tools, it's never going to be the same. You know, so I, I just think just keep going, keep meeting new people. You know, go to all like meetup. Go to meetup.com and go 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 <laughs> everywhere. Just meet people because they're going to open yeah. you up, open your mind up. You know, and I try to do that. We have a meetup that we do uh, for for teaching uh, Unity for uh, programming virtual reality games. You know, we teach people everything. We don't care. We just give them all the all the tools they need to get going. And we've had a lot of success stories, and it's fun. You know That's what I mean? It's, it's cool. That's so. And just just keep going. Just keep you know, challenge yourself and and try something crazy. It's gonna it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be fun. Mm. You know? Thank you, <laughs> Justin. Thank you for the words. Um, uh, for anybody trying to really uh, accomplish some realization with a digital world or uh, a very traditional, realistic, any kind of world that you think, um, follow you and what you you Crush think. It. Is- Crush it. Crush it. Thank you, Justin. So, go ahead. Thank for you coming guys for to the show. Me. For those people who hear the background noise, we party here. <laughs> it's what we do. Beyonce, you could come through. We're nearby. I'm sure you know. We're probably around 40 for 40, uh, 40 40 club. You could come around us if you want. No, it's um, just the other thing. Um, so come say hello. <laughs> uh, and we're going to move on. You know, for those people, like, this is not a traditional podcast. It's not. Exactly. We're, around a, we're surrounded by a lot of wonderful people, artists, thinkers. We're all going to put them on the show. So uh, we're going to go with the flow um, and we'll take it from there. So this is out. We'll cut you back in with uh, someone else, maybe Heaven. Um, and a few uh, but thank you Justin for bringing your passion to the to the show Uh, where would people be able to find you if they wanted to check you out more Uh, artbecomes.me it's my personal website Um, search artbecomes.me Instagram Facebook check them out there once again you can find the Crush It Live podcast on Twitter Facebook and all that stuff subscribe to iTunes we out we out vamos
Oh man, it's awesome, I'm feeling awesome, I'm feeling satisfied And I love that Welcome back, episode 12.5, I'm your boy Cheese Cali West, out and about, saving the world As promised, we have answers to your questions As we sent out questions on our social media On Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook find us at crush a lot a podcast at twitter and on facebook as well so thank you for everybody who send out questions also people send us a lot of questions to our gmail account over at crush a lot podcast thank you for supporting the show uh so i'm flying solo on this one so we'll see how it goes we're also going to add a special interview we had that we talked about in the last show um at the tail end of the show so stay tuned for that um, check that out um, So th- the way we're going to do this is I'm just going to read the question I'm going to shout out those people who Gave us the questions And you know I'm going to give you the most honest answer I could possibly give you Without embarrassing myself uh, As always If you like what you're hearing Share, retweet, like, comment All that good stuff Everything you do to support the show Helps We're not, a, we're not claiming to be the best We're not claiming to be the largest We're just Two people who enjoy talking about music and hip hop and politics. And if you're into that kind of stuff, we might be the show for you. And if you don't, we dig that too. We'll meet you where you are. As always, we try to be very welcoming to everyone if you share our opinions or not. But let's get right into it. QA, episode 12.5. Uh, this one out from Jeremiah Vera. Um, also known as DJJV. Thank you for hitting us up on our Gmail account. Uh, he asks his uh, top five hip-hop groups in the 90s. Uh, I'm not going to give you the top five hip-hop group that is kind of like the theme of the show, but we will definitely talk about top five groups in the 90s sometime later on in the year. But I will tell you some groups that maybe flew under the radar or maybe doesn't get as much love that i still listen to now obviously if you've been hearing the podcast for a little bit you know wu-tang in tropical quest are definitely up there in our tops of everything so let's put that to the side but maybe some lesser known people maybe people who groups that don't get much love de la soul do i have to say any more about more about de la soul um very instrumental and everything native tongue uh did you know even now you know dropping albums getting grammy nominated albums out even though i wasn't a big fan of that album um their catalog is pretty revolutionary so de la soul for me is up there um just ray who were in the first two episodes and had a bow out of joining the crew and the crush a lot crew because you know people gotta make money he had the locks um man i don't know how i feel about the locks they did drop an album i wasn't high on that one either um but when they came out i was the most i was very excited for them um the locks were street raw i mean the bad boy thing i I don't know if it helped or in the long run i don't know if it helped them but uh money power respect and that catalog right there was pretty epic mob deep gotta be up there for me man i i love me some mob deep um anything mob deep came out within the 90s was pretty spectacular i mean shook ones could arguably want to be arguably be one of the best songs of all time in the hip-hop scope i mean prodigy was amazing um so uh, you know mob deep for me would be definitely be up there and i would say there's a group called uh, mood they dropped their album called doom uh, mood doom um that i slept on and I actually got into that when i got reintroduced to them i think they just released one album in the 90s but it was stellar talib Kali was in there um you got a lot of early uh high-tech beats in there um so check that out you can find that on itunes and spotify mood doom pretty stellar if you like any type of more street mystical kind of um hip-hop that is definitely one of the albums i like um from a group um you know there was that nice little run with nas and foxy and a and az the firm one album thing but it was you know it was solid when it's there capone noriega 
um, especially when they had some good production from the Neptunes. Um, those were pretty fun groups to have. I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones. The Bush Babies come to mind as one of those quirky little groups that I, I enjoyed while they were there. That's Mr. Man and a couple other people in there. Uh, the Lost Boys. I mean, you got to put the Lost Boys out there. For me, they were great. Um, a lot of East Coast stuff here. I'm sorry about my biases. Um, but the Lost Boys were great. Um, even though Mr. Cheeks was probably the only one rapping. But it's all good. Uh, that's a good question. But look out for the show later on in the year. Uh, we'll do a top five hip-hop group in the 90s, maybe 80s, maybe 2000s. Uh, we'll see where it goes. But those are, you know, off my head without looking at the questions beforehand. That's off my head what I can think about. Uh, so thank you for your question. J- DJ JV, if you need a dope DJ, definitely recommend DJ JV been to many of his parties that he's DJs you can find him on um, Facebook and all that good stuff hit him up if you're looking for a good DJ um, also shout out DJ Wally um, hit him up as well um, this question is from Randy Bradley um, with the flux of mumble rappers how can a rapper with a different skill set survive in this market well it depends what you mean by survive if you mean be mainstream and you mean be profitable and um, be in the tongues of everything social media does, I, I'm not sure. But there, there is some people who don't do mumble rap that are on the forefront. I mean, you can look at Drake, you can look at Kendrick, J. Cole, uh, Nicki, Little Wayne, Eminem. None of those are mumble rappers. I think what you're looking at with mumble rap is uh, an offshoot of hip-hop, another genre of hip-hop. Um, I think there is a place for it in the market. I'm not a big fan of it. It's not my style, but that's also because I'm East Coast, 80s, 90s, born and bred in Brooklyn, so I have a harder time relating to it. But if you're a younger audience and you're being introduced to hip-hop for the first time, um, or if you just listen to the radio casually, then that's what you're playing. I can understand why that's catchy to you um but mumble rap we gotta talk about really why mumble rap is so popular and you can add trap to that it it really goes to the lowest denominator meaning you're making music hit the widest target audience and in order to do that you can't be so dense and you can't be very very scripted is the word I will use you 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 have to be bouncy turned up easy going easy to listen big on hook very catchy you gotta be able to catch that listener in the first few seconds and then a market for that and that's how that type of music is written um, even if you look at Eminem's catalog he always leads with a single that's catchy like my name is very catchy song but if you listen to the rest of the album very dark and and very <laughs> explicit but he didn't lead with that he led with a very radio friendly song for you can listen and buy into what they're trying to produce and mumble rap and trapping ain't no different uh, the other thing that helped with this is laptops and producing programs pro tools fruity loops um drum kits it, it lets anybody with a keyboard anybody with a mac to make beats and a lot of that is trash it doesn't mean you're a, mu- a musician or a good musician it just means you have the tools to do it doesn't mean you're doing it well some people do i think some of it is growing on me uh, i'm not totally there yet but mumble rapping trap is not meant to really push hip-hop forward as much as just a quick way to make money if you disagree with what i'm saying come on the show Come with your points. Crush a lot podcast at gmail.com. But the we need to take ownership of our music and maybe that will help. We need to stop going to radio. If you go to Hot 97, Rosenberger Ebro, they're doing it big. But when you hear them, they, a lot of the stuff they play is is trap and mumble, even though they're not fond of it from what I gather from many things. They play other things, so I'm not gonna credit them. But they want you to listen to the show. So they're going to play the stuff that is to the larger audience. Things that I don't listen to. I don't listen to the radio for that exact reason. It's the same song every hour. 
if I'm gonna listen to something, I'm gonna listen to something to like Dash Radio, the Native Rhymes. If you're looking for boom bap hip hop or just different type of hip hop, and and you really wanna sample the eclectic sounds of hip hop or, or all types of subgenres of hip hop, I, I really want you and encourage you to download Dash Radio on your iOS and type in Native Rhymes. I, you you will thank me. I, I guarantee you. It's the only thing I listen to, and it doesn't mean I disregard mumble or trap. Um, they just have to earn it from me. And right now they haven't earned it, earned anything. Now I've heard have heard some usage of trap that has gotten me excited. But in terms of mumble, it's it's not my style. I haven't heard anybody who really speaks in a way that makes me think and critically think, or or just makes me want to get turned up. Um, the production side of it, some of that traps up pretty good. It makes me, it gets me hyped. So I, I can appreciate it in that way. But if you're an MC who's looking to make a name for themselves and you're not into mumble or trap, you're going to have a hard time. But the internet is great. Uh, Chance the Rapper is one of the reasons I respect him so much is because he's doing it without none of that machine none of the hip-hop machine no labels no white man telling him what to do what to play how to dress how to do he's just doing him he's just doing him and he's pushing the genre forward he's he, he really is so a lot of young people are able to be creative but there was a time when hip-hop was not about cop about copy and paste it was about everybody had their own style everybody pushed forward everyone was kind of competition to be the most creative the more thought-provoking it, it wasn't about copy and paste. Everybody sounds the same. Everybody same, uses the same kind of rhythmic style. And, you know, I love the fact when Wu-Tang came out, what made him so special is that, yo, it was impossible to get a RZA beat. Only the Wu got it. You wanted that sound, you only got it from the Wu. When you wanted a sound like Mob Deep, you got it only from Mob Deep. Even Busta had an eclectic mix of producers that just fit his style so well so well and we just don't have that everybody uses the same produce the same sounds shop around the same noise and you just don't get variety and they all sound the same so do i think hip-hop is in trouble absolutely not you just have to look for good music you just really do but that's to join it because once you find it it's going to hit you in a way that you weren't expecting now mumble rap and trap they, they're growing it's getting better and i think that it will get there but if you're just using it because it's the sound of the culture and you want your ears, then I'm not really going to listen to you. You can see right through it. I think that was my biggest problem with the J. Cole album. He just used trap in a way that was just there to entice the people who listen to it more. Instead of just bridging it differently. And you listen to a Kendrick Lamar album, he has some light usage of trap in there. But the man focused on jazz and funk. In a way that's revolutionary. And that's the difference. So Kendrick's going to have some lasting power. But Yachty and, and Uzi, they're going to be gone quick. And it's unfortunate because those guys have talent. They got charisma. They're rock stars. I just wish they, they would develop their purpose of self. Their self-worth. Read some books. Get more perspective. And I look forward to that. Hopefully they're around for I can see that evolution. I look forward to it in this year. I'm going to try some stuff. I'm not so down on the Migos album, to tell you the truth. I kind of enjoyed it. But it's not my cup of tea. It's going to be hard. But that's a good question, Randy Bradley. I know you make some music. Send me a link to your stuff. I can put it out there. Next question, Big Mike. That's This is Mike Gustav. Yo, Big Mike been a big fan of the show since day one i can't thank you enough for always sharing and liking the content that we do so we shout out to you mike gustav big mike what's your thoughts okay okay non-hip-hop question uh what's your thoughts on lebron james his playmaker um request from the cast first of all i don't call lebron lebron i call him lebum so that says what i think about him saying that i could be objective and say he's the greatest basketball player right now of course if you love curry i can understand that too but lebron is exactly what charles barkley said he is he's whiny he's privileged and he really 
does not get it. He really doesn't. He has the highest payroll for the Cavs, the highest, the highest luxury tax. The owner gives him full control of the team. He hand selected his teammates, made sure the owner paid obscene amount of money to keep the teams that he wanted. Tristan, Jr., Kevin Love, all those people who LeBron wants, and he's still wanting playmakers. He's shook. He's a shook. He's thinking about his legacy, Big Mike, to tell you the truth. That's what he's doing. He's thinking about his legacy, and he's chasing Kobe, and he's chasing Jordan, and he really wants to surpass them. But Kobe and Jordan, they didn't go and whine and complain. Well, maybe Kobe. But they did it. Kobe got Shaq traded or released or whatever happened to Shaq. He got Shaq out of there, and he did it. With Shaq And he did it without Shaq He did it with Shaq And he did it without Shaq I'm going to say it again With and without Shaq Jordan Had Pippen That's it Pippen was an all-star An underrated one And a key component to that Bulls team And they were surrounded by the best role players You could find Rodman on the board Horace Grant on the board on the first run Tony Kukoc one of the best six men ever Ron Harper BJ Armstrong Paxson Kerr They didn't have the dominant big men Who did they have? Bill Cartwright Who they have? Weddington Luke Longley Who's the guy who died who changed his name? I don't even know his name He was there for a little bit Who did they have? And they did it. And here's Mr. Super Team himself, LeBum. I want all the top players in my team. I know he's trying to play chess with Golden State. I get it. But he's soft, homie. And anyone telling me differently is absurd. I don't even watch the NBA no more. What's the purpose? You know who's going to go to the finals. You know the last three years who's going to be in the finals. Golden State Cavaliers What's the purpose of watching? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody don't got those two teams in the final? It's boring It's boring I do like the, I, I do like the Celtics though They're, they're fun to watch uh, Thanks for the question Big Mike Thanks for your support As always We look forward to having you on the show uh, Christy Miller Former guest on the show Thank you for Shooting us a question uh, Should polygamy be standard This is a hip hop show What are you doing sending me that question I don't know It depends how you want to live your life There's so many factors in that Religion, moral standings It's hard for me to answer that with a straight face But I will challenge anyone To think about the social construct That they're always tied in What family, what friends why do you keep walking on the right side when you're with your honey boo boo? Why? Why? Um, I'm also very liberal. I don't care. I don't care enough to have an opinion or or, or to condemn people who do or don't. Um, you know, I don't want to get too socially and politically <laughs> lit up here, even though I had in the have in the past. But what you do and how you do, and it doesn't affect me. I don't particularly care. If you want to put a religious stance on that, that's between you and your maker. It doesn't affect me one bit. I don't look down on those things. I'll just look at you and be like, explain it. And it's all good. Are you a good person? You treat people well? That's all I need in my life. But social construct and trying to understand where they come from, man, I'm not about those chains, homie. So, you know, you could come, let's come on the show and, and do something about that. I'll be more than interested to talk about it. But I'm not about these chains and these invisible chains. I, I encourage people to question what family is and question what friends are and question um, question everything. The only thing I'm certain about is doubt. That's 100%. So thank you for the question, though. Um, Danny Adai, man, Danny Adai, doing big things, humanity over vanity. Check him out. Doing good things over there in the world. Very creative young cat. Very charming man. Um, and you got a lot of questions here, so I'm going to go rapid fire. Thank you so much. 
for all your questions um why is the new mumble rap so accepted i think i explained it later with the uh with bradley's question um man it's easy to listen to you don't gotta think about it and it makes you move i mean that's the recipe to get on the air right right i don't see earl sweatshirt on the radio but man he's so much better than all those other cats right now he really is can anyone argue better i'm not saying he's popular i'm not saying he's making as much money as those cats but when you go to a concert you want to get turned i don't think you want Earl sweatshirt to be the one headlining it you're not going to get turned in that way that's why mumble rap is there but i think there's a place for it i just don't think it's with me and i, I knowing you the way i know you uh, i think you agree with me how important is a beat to you a beats everything to me i'm a beat first kind of guy my main dude was the rizza i buy those albums for them i bought it for the rizza i love i can listen to those instrumentals all day long all day long so i, I a beats are very important to me very important to me i'll listen to some whack lyrics just to hear the beat i would i really would a beat's very important saying that beats these days don't capture me the way they used to they all sound the same same drum patterns same snares same kick i'm, I'm a little over it to quite quite frankly quite frankly i'm a little over it I need some more creativeness I, I really do I kind of like what Top Dog does Top Dog Entertainment man Man they're doing it Really big Man what's up with that Scissor album too I was kind of disappointed It didn't come out yet um, But yeah that's my thoughts on beats Very important uh, Man it, it, could, it could be game changer You get the right producer That mix with your right style And we'll talk about more producers Later on in the future show but producers are very important Beats are very important But everybody thinks they can make a beat Everybody Play a little piano class Tap a little key You think you make some beats Man If you get the right producer they, They'll connect to your soul Like no other No other genre No other And you can listen to that Kendrick album Again And tell me I'm wrong about that Listen to any Listen to Liquid Swords And tell me You don't feel it Anybody? Anybody? I don't see Primo doing trap. I just don't. <laughs> Why is Drake winning? Why is Drake winning? Man, I wish he wasn't, but he is. First, let's not even deny his his talent. The man's incredible. He could spit. He could sing. Kind of sing. I don't think he could really sing. He's no Brian McKnight. But he can hum a tune That's the question He kind of has it all He has a special voice He can rap He can switch it up on you He got a good ear for music In terms of switching the styles up When he needs to And giving you a complete package I, I like early Drake though He was hungrier then Now he's the walking STI Infecting every female he could see That's my opinion though but, you know, he's winning. And I'm okay with that. His delivery is fantastic. He don't make too many bad songs. Most of his albums are pretty listenable and pretty good. I think he needs to challenge himself whatever project he has next. I think it's becoming redundant and really radio-friendly, which is fine if that's what he wants to do. But I really want him to get challenged and, and go outside the box and meet up with some real musicians and... And do some work I, I think there's a chance for him to really Get to some of the hardcore hip hop heads But he has appeal Universal appeal That a lot of these cats don't He kind of figured out what the formula was And he's milking it He's milking it But man Is he a slimeball misogynistic jerk Let me tell you I ain't falling for that act Him and this turtleneck could go somewhere else Best hip-hop movie Man, I haven't seen a lot of hip-hop movies um, A cliche answer Would be, what, 8 Miles or Wild Style But, you know, I never resonated well with those movies I I, I don't know if these are hip-hop movies But I always relate them to hip-hop movies I'm a Crooklyn Fresh kind of guy Crooklyn and Fresh If you haven't seen it, go see it I'm sure any Brooklyn head knows what I'm talking about 
that's my style that's that's my movie comparison to hip-hop Fred and Crooklyn hope you like those answers though if you haven't seen it go see those those are classic classic movies what rapper do you like even though you know they're trash um man if they're trash i have a hard time listening to them that's the first thing but um you know who's a trash rapper that i i, I like i like greg knight he had that work the worst verse on that gang star is it the wick yeah the wick man was that verse horrible La la ah we we I said Muhammad Ali, man that was that a trash verse or what? Craig Knight, I don't know why I like him, but I do. But he's a he is not a good MC. He's he's quite repug. If you act again, yeah, trash rappers, yeah that's one. I'll tell you who else is a trash rapper. J. Cole How about that Did I uh, Did I send a few people out there I just don't like J. Cole He sounds boring to me I said this off the air To someone I forgot who it was Maybe it was uh, Sir Love Day Off the Straight Shooter Podcast he, he sounds boring to me You gotta change his cadences up Or something I don't know what it is I think everyone thinks I'm crazy Cause I don't like J. Cole I especially didn't like this last project I, I just want more from him He's trash um, But I vote for him um, Yeah that's, that, that was tough uh, I know who's trash and I like I like that P. Diddy <laughs> Yeah P. Diddy That's right He's a trash rapper Ghostwriter galore I like P. Diddy He's that music that makes me want to get turned up don't tell me when any of those bad boy songs come on, you ain't moving. I know I am. That's a trash rapper. You could put Mace up there with him. What the heck happened to cannabis? I don't know what happened to cannabis. Did LL take him out? I don't know. Where is the hell cannabis is? Didn't he make a couple of albums with uh, the Four Horsemen? Matt Killer, Raskaz. They weren't good albums at all. Um, none of those Four Horsemen albums were good I don't know what happened to cannabis Someone got an APB on the cannabis Anybody Anybody Man I had high hopes for him He just didn't do it Didn't he mess with White Clef on that first album What happened What happened Second round knockout That's for sure What's more important Bars or flow I don't know I like bars Like J. Cole Even Jizza, They got bars Man Sometimes their flow Don't work The delivery That's probably what, why I don't like J. Cole I don't like his flow He got bars Jizza got bars Jizza only raps one way though And I love Jizza. He does good But man he has no flow So I'm going to go with flow If you're going to make me choose Because a lot of people who got good bars They got no flow Got no flow It's not interesting It's just not Who got a good Who got good flows but no bars Let me think for a second You know who got good flow And almost has really bad bars Q-tip Did I get people mad again Q-tip he got that voice. He got that bounce. He got flow. He ain't the best. He don't got the best bars though. He just don't. Don't get mad at me. That's my opinion. Come on the show. Crush a lot. Podcast at gmail.com, Twitter, and all that good stuff. Walter Arizu, out of from the Bronx. Thank you for listening to the show. Who's your favorite producer? Back to the producer. Everyone want to know what my producer is. All time it's the Rizzo. Right now, Alchemist. Alchemist is a beat. Alchemist is a beat. Ill Mind. A beat. I love Ill Mind. 
Tyler the Creator. A lot of people don't like Tyler. I like Tyler. I don't like the way he raps. I don't listen for that reason. I listen for his beats. Different. He does all his stuff himself. I got. I respect that. Front to back, that man's business is all about doing it himself. He ain't put it in the hands of nobody else. Own beats, own rhymes, own graphics, socks. The man truly is a creator. I can respect that. I, I may not like always his content, his delivery, his brashness. But if you really look at the landscape of our future, he has a good ear for things. You got Earl, you got Haji dropped a dope album. Got Damo Genesis dropped a pretty good album. You got the internet on board. The internet had a great album last year, one of my favorite R&B soul albums last year. But now this is the year of you know the internet. You got Matt Martian came out a week or two ago, depending on when you hear this. You got Sid, Sid the Kid. Man, Sid the Kid is special. Sid is a special person. I really want you to check her out. That album's pretty good. And we still got Lacey. Steve Lacey's coming out later. So he has a good ear thing. I want to hear more from Left Brain, though. I haven't heard from him in a little bit. You got Frank Ocean out of that crew, too. Even though I didn't like that Frank Ocean album. Those are pretty big names coming out the Odd Future camp. I mean, seriously, there's some talented people out there in LA. Like, I'm not going to knock them. And I like where they are. They're not too popular and they're not, they're, they're still well known. I, I think they have that sweet spot, the right formula and the right audience, and they, they have a good fan base. I'm excited. Man, I was trying to get those, I was trying to get internet tickets recently. They were sold out. They're coming to New York in somewhere in February. I, I I slept on it. I didn't move fast enough. I really wanted to go. That's how big fan I am of the internet and Sid. Very special. You should check those projects out, Matt Martian, Steve Lacey, and Sid, and, and the internet. I think you'll be, be surprised how good they are. Those are the questions we got. I left some questions out. I didn't save them for later. But, you know, thanks for everyone for sending me questions. I know there's a lot of you who ask questions. Oh, Here's a question. Two questions that weren't hip hop related that were sent to me. Uh, one by Tony Ness out in Brooklyn. Thank you, Tony Ness, for being a longtime listener. I know you listen to the show, so shout out to you. Hitting up the chiptune scenes. If you don't know what chiptunes in, look it up. I think you'd be surprised. Old school cats out there. Um, he asked me a video game related question. Anybody who's been on my Twitter or my Facebook knows I do the video game. You can find me at TC's Vengeance on Xbox One. Jin's on 36 over at PlayStation Network. I'm on all the time. I'm a family man. I like to stay home and play. You know, Halo's my thing. Ask me what my thoughts were on the eSports scene. I don't have no thoughts about the eSports scene. I, I eSports is, is a fandom level of video gaming that I don't care to really do. Or, or participate in I do watch it from time to time It's enjoyable to watch the pros watch You learn so much about the things you play But you know It's a legit thing but they also have to clean it up Because it's also very corrupt So like anything that becomes super popular Hip hop, mumble, trap including People want their piece of the pie In it and start taking claim in it That's my only issue With the esports scene but in general It depends on the game um, I watch Halo Championship We'll see. Hopefully, Nintendo can get it together. Rat Castillo, also out in the flatland of Brooklyn. Shout out to you being up early in the podcast live. Thank you for your support in the show on your Twitter, on your Facebook. It's greatly appreciated. So, Rance, you asked me a wrestling question. Of course, I do that too. You asked me who I thought was going to win the Rumble, but this path the Rumble, so we already know Orton, Randy Orton won that. Who I thought was going to win, though, I thought Braun Strowman was going to win. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the future. If I lost you, listeners, because I'm not talking hip-hop, it's all good. I listen to everything, and I do a lot of things. So I'll bring up some things from time to time that are not on topic. But it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. If you're not a wrestling fan, you should definitely check it out. And if you're a long-time wrestling fan who fell out of love on it like I did, it's a great time. Talent is great. Yes, I know it's fake, but it's my escapism. I love that stuff. And it's good, clean fun, man. 
you should really check out the pay-per-view wrestlemania is right around the corner it's a good time to jump in so i encourage everyone to do that i really do let me give a couple of suggestions for things people can listen to things that are on my playlist things that i've been listening to things i'm excited for that new raekwon came out the album's coming out the wild coming out in march but that single drop man is it hard but my issue with that they retread it and reuse that drum loop from mighty healthy man i wasn't feeling that but just in terms of bars and old school wu-tang flow man it's there and of course anyone who knows me is wu-tang all day so i'm excited for that i'm super excited for odyssey's coming right around the corner man that's one one special dude you should really look into any of his albums instrumental stuff odyssey's a solid mc great production smart dude you could definitely jam to it you could definitely have some soul to it thought-provoking young cat that's odyssey you should definitely listen and pick that up you already know how i feel about the internet sid and that whole crew you should check that out as well um so those those are my little things that i'm listening to right now um and hopefully you could give those things a, a tryout if you think i should be listening to something you want to make suggestions hit me up on our twitter that's crush a lot podcast on twitter on facebook and on snapchat of course um you can find us there and hit us up or if you want to be on the show because you think you want to battle us in our opinions or you want to just be on the show it doesn't matter how many followers you have on twitter we don't care how many followers you can have nobody we don't care you want to come and show come on if you have a different opinion than us you just want to come on and and blast us you could do that we're not going to be that that we're not going to be those people who don't get back on emails we're not going to be those people who say yeah you don't have followers so you're not worth working with everybody's worth it to us we we respect everyone and everyone's journey so come on the show this is a show for you this is your show come on the show doesn't matter to us yeah i took a few shots with people on that one shout out to cali for not being here because i gotta do this on my own <laughs> 12.5 stick around we have the next uh part of this show wonderful guest um who'll be doing some stuff with us so stay tuned for that uh, as always Keep each other safe, treat each other with dignity and some respect, and go get out there and take a read a book and take a nice walk in the sun. Right? This is Chi signing off. 12.5. Later.